0: Margarita. Margarita. <laughs> grab a glass, grab a seat. It's two margaritas with Matt.
1: Pick
2: full chocolate milk and first day with my new lips just all over me. So I got chocolate milk all down the front of my shirt the whole show. Like I've been just drooling on myself. It's just
1: <laughs> not great.
0: Uh,
2: well the margarita you have
0: there mm. looks a little bit uh, a little bit uh, lighter. Than a chocolate milk.
2: Yeah, well, it'll. uh I get spicier when I drink during. I. I prefer um hard alcohol because I don't get heartburn from it. But I noticed during the podcast, I really start putting them down, and that ends up with a spicier <laughs> podcast. so <laughs> uh,
0: Makes it a little bit more fun. Like
2: Speaking. the megapod, I probably wouldn't have told the the Montana joke if I.
0: <laughs> i wasn't
2: pounding those <laughs> that's what
0: that's what makes it a little more enjoyable so got of have sometimes uh,
2: a few more than just two margaritas so yeah yeah I, I had more than that i that crown bottle had some damage to it at that one
0: <laughs> well uh for the individuals listening to us now well, this is two margaritas with matt it's the third episode because i only did two after last year's off season life got a little busy mm-hmm. but uh This is the most unformatted, um, just get-to-know-people type of show. Put this thing together just to figure there's so many people around this FCS Fans Nation thing that people got stories to tell and things to say. Now, I had Sam Herter and the Rev on on the last ones, but I got to say, we're probably going to spend a little bit more time talking football on this episode than we did on the the other ones, learning about uh, Sam and the Rev and their lives. I'd love to have you guys on after the season's done, too, but... Okay, I'm not sponsored by Cayman Jacks, but I'm on the, the watermelon style tonight. That'll be the there two margaritas. Go.
1: There you go. And
0: the show is pretty simple. Once the margaritas are gone, the show ends. So it's not too tough. But I did. Uh, I always have a random question. <laughs> oh, look at that. Should I go with bottles? If I did two bottles of margaritas, we'd give people uh, plenty of They'd have a much longer podcast to listen to <laughs> yeah. on their drive to Frisco. What is that, uh, Adam? 21, 22 hours? What is that?
1: Uh, I think it's like 23. For Montana? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, not- I'm in Wyoming, so it, it's a little bit closer, but uh, yeah, I would not want to drive that. That would be, oof, that'd be long.
0: Well, thankfully it's in the winter, so it just makes yeah. everything a lot easier.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, I had a question Wyoming Highway's in the winter. Yeah. Cool. Brutal. But that's actually, I like to start these things with random questions. And here you go. You're the head of tourism for your state. Sell it to someone who lives in paradise down south. So you're talking Key West. You're talking someone who lives, you know, maybe the Rev. You're down in Galveston. You see the beach every day. You're the head of tourism. We have uh, Adam Healy here, Brendan Thumper from Fight on Montana podcast. And, of course, Jack Rabbit Illustrated, the B team. So my question, Adam, is... Uh, go ahead. You're the head of tourism for Montana. I know you're from
1: Wyoming. We're going to go Montana. Sell away. Yeah. So I'm originally from Montana. I live in Wyoming. Um, you've got a, uh, Montana has fishing, you know, we've got fly fishing. We've got lots of different types of fishing. You've got, um, national parks, you've got mountains, right? So uh, a lot of it is going to be outdoors, Uh, I would totally, I'm I'm big about hiking and, and outdoors. So I would totally do the mountains. Um, you've got great pictures that you could sell, uh, to get people here, um, with, with the different locations. Um, and so that's how I would do it. Um, but there's, there's great areas in Montana that just aren't just uh, mountains.
0: Do you think the, the mountains are a draw for me? It's big sky and snow snowboarding. There you stuff go. like that. But people come there in the summer. They 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 ride bikes oh, yeah. up there. Like they oh, hop yeah. on bikes and they take them on the lifts up, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've heard them doing that. I don't know if they do it now, but way back when I lived there, there's bikes and mountain bikes and, um, you know, motorcycles and all sorts of things that you could do up there. Four wheelers, ATVs. So.
0: And see, this is this is tough for you, Thumper, because I've heard Montana is like a fun Dakota. Is there's actually things to do, so and your mountain. So I don't have mountains in North Dakota, but yours. We have you can't mountains because they're 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 monuments, right?
2: Yes, but technically speaking, we do have mountains. Um, if if here, you want to hear my slogan for South Dakota?
0: Oh, I'd love to hear it.
2: Are you in Key West? Do you feel um, crowded? I'm... Do you wake up every morning and hate people? Come to <laughs> South Dakota. No, in all seriousness. Um, <laughs> It's funny, um, living in South Dakota now, um, because I grew up in Northern Wisconsin, which is a beautiful area to grow up. Um, and, and the weather is perfection where I grew up. In my opinion, my mom hated the winters. There's tons of snow but growing up in it. I love snow. I love playing in the snow. So moving to South Dakota was jarring. Um, but personally I love driving the country a lot. Um, and as far as, i can tell outside of highway 2 in north dakota you can drive most places in this country and find interesting beauty everywhere wherever you go highway 2 in north dakota will take your soul from your body and i'm not trying to dig on you matt because i lived up there for a while and north (laughs) dakota has money going for it but the you know teddy roosevelt's awesome but um for south dakota um you do have mountains on the west you've got the the um you got the badlands they're gorgeous you know if you like outdoor things south dakota is similar to montana in that respects i mean especially since what montana people don't want to tell you is two-thirds of montana is just like the dakotas don't (laughs) lie to people we're the mountains it's like a little bit but it's um the dakotas actually south dakota similarly set up to montana with much smaller mountains admittedly but if you call the appalachians mountains then the black hills are certainly mountains um so you do have all those aspects in there and you know what if you are an avid indoorsman and you don't want to see people and you don't want to go outside and you don't like the outdoor stuff and that's not what's going to sell you move to south dakota you can do the same thing for cheaper (laughs) it doesn't get cold inside that's not like people forget that like it's not cold in my house right now
0: that's true it's not cold in in like a if you were inside a stadium during a winter game it's not cold in there you know there's places you can do that
2: give me the cold ones it's so much more fun it is so much more fun it's not a stadium that's a that's a it's a dome it's not a state. <laughs> he's just trying to be nice because yeah i was happy. like so, they got so mad long money. time to
1: get dome out <laughs> no <laughs> so that,
2: that's an old thing uh from I don't, some people have heard of any given saturday that's where i met people like the rev you know yeah um is through there and um some of my best friends i've met through there um is through any given saturday just it was kind of before you guys had the FCS fans nation. That was the national board to go on a little, little more rough, a little more cutthroat, but um it was a lot of fun. And uh there was a whole big thing on there for the longest time about, it was a big running joke about what is a stadium. And it came down to criteria of it. Couldn't have a roof on it, it. Couldn't have a track around it and all that stuff. So the big joke was not a stadium. And then every time, a Montana fan came in and said, oh, they have to play at Montana. I don't know if they're going to be able to handle it because it's cold and loud. And so that became the big joke is, yeah, you have a nice stadium, but is it cold and loud? So (laughs) (laughs) that's a running joke you'll see thrown out there by some of the OGs. I love that. We
0: were talking about states, but honestly, it kind of leads me into the state we're going down to and kind of the party down there. And I was curious about you gentlemen specifically because I would like to know about you guys. What is your preferred drink of choice for beer or liquor? Because we're about to have quite the party down in Frisco. So if you can only choose one, you can only bring one, you can only drink one. What are you taking down there? What are you? What are you taking, Thumper? What's
2: what's going in the case? On so whatever. In college, it is? I used to only drink Old Milwaukee light by the case. Oh. It was absurd. <laughs> the, we drank a. old swell in the dirty thirties. Um, I moved on to Coors light and then all my friends only drank Miller light. So I drink a lot of that, but now it's hell getting old. My heartburn's bad enough. I, I kind (laughs) of, if I'm going to drink a bunch, like I got to drink liquor, otherwise I'm going to be having heartburn for the next four days without my prescription. So, um, yeah, I'm a crown and Coke guy. Generally speaking, if I got one drink,
0: I was going to say, there's got to be, I'm guessing just the looks of you gentlemen, that this is like, there's put some hair on your chest style of liquor if you are having it. You know me, a watermelon Cayman (laughs) jack, margarita is like, oh, it's going to be an interesting night. But I think it's a little different from you tough folks up there.
2: I will buy a neon pink drink sometimes just to look at people. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) What do you do? (laughs) say something uh, something stupid i'll laugh at you
0: (laughs) there you go Uh, what's uh what's someone from wyoming is that same thing you go you you go harder with this stuff
1: you know the harder uh stuff kind of makes me go crazy so um it makes me itch a little bit so um i'm more of an ipa man so uh, my favorite beer is uh grazing clouds out of uh the neighbor um down the down the way of missoula so uh, I, I like IPAs, but I, I love a, a Moscow Mule as well. So,
0: Moscow, oh yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. good things about those. Yeah. So what about okay? So your fan base, you know, we got Monty, we got the Grizz, we got the Jackrabbits, the bars in Frisco can only load up one drink, and it's all your fan base is allowed to drink besides water. All right, it's got to be alcohol based. Adam, what would Grizz Nation, uh, based off a percentage? What would you have to load up the bar? I'll give you a beer and I'll give you a liquor, you know, okay. I know weeds legal in Montana. It's pretty sweet, but yeah. uh, you, you know, enjoy that beyond yourself. I don't think it's legal in Texas, but just beer and liquor here, okay. what, what do you So, got? so what does the fan base drink? Yeah, or what if you had to load them up? You're the owner of the bars. Montana's coming down in the colony in Frisco. They're like, crap, the whole city, you only get one beer, one liquor what would you load it up with to make Montana fans at least be semi-happy? I know North Dakota, I'd I'd pick, I'd pick Bush Light. Yep. And then, yeah, I'd I'd probably do some sort of easy whiskey would probably be a way to do it. So yeah. What about Montana? Um,
1: you know, just with our fan base, I think you'd try to get something local. Uh, there's a lot of breweries in that area of Missoula. Um, I would totally get like Muley Buck, uh, now, is it going to be like the most favorite beer there? No, I'm, I'm thinking most Montana people probably drink either Coors Light or Miller Light because uh, it's cheap. <laughs> but if I, if I had the the ability to do it, I'd probably be a Muley Buck if it's an IPA. Um, and then I just go with Crown because you can pair Crown with Coke and anything else. So uh, oh, pretty broad. easy drink.
0: That's a good political answer right there. Nice there and broad. No there one's
2: upset. I love how stereotypical <laughs> these answers are. They're so stereotypical. What do they have in Montana? The, the, the hipster Montana's going to have on uh, an IPA? And then That's... what are the Midwesterns going to have? <laughs> we're going to have bush light and whiskey. That's what we're going to have in the bar. And uh, I say that jokingly, but that it's 100% facts. We went to that Twin Cities game, and I was at J.I., had a thing with cactus jacks and we're like you need a lot of bush light and they're like oh we'll have a lot of bush light no you need a lot of bushlight. light and they said oh we have enough bush light well they got they they open up at 10 they ended up opening end up opening up three more bars in that place and running out of bush light before 11 30. <laughs> wow it was, I you think, guys pulled a,
0: a texas state that just happened last night i guess in some bowl game they yeah uh, thing
2: out well, that's what happened at the local last year. Which
0: is our background tonight yeah. if you're watching on YouTube.
2: Yeah, yeah, right on the stream yard. Of course. They, they weren't ready. They didn't know.
0: It's not their fault. They really didn't know. I, I remember that in 2014. I, I don't know what the location was, but uh, my buddy Ross commonly says, he goes, NDSU fans at the place we were at basically showed up to a local Applebee's and turned it into a nightclub, and they were not ready. <laughs> you know, <laughs> staff was over. I felt bad for them, but oh, mm-hmm. it was packed. I'm sure they made a killing. What do you guys expect for turnout for that for fans? What do you expect? Um, we've heard a million things in terms of, you know, Montana obviously sets the standard. Sorry, Jacks for outdoor stadium playoff games. Oh, that yeah. They don't mess around. What do you expect for when you look across the crowd? Because last year was shocking. I mean, I, I looked at as a Bison fan. I was like, there's a lot of blue and yellow here yeah. and I'm rocking my Grizz shirt tonight and my McNeese hat in SDSU colors because rabbit fans don't send me gear said only UND I won't wear but I don't know if it's a cruel joke or what but
2: <laughs> I don't want to make you do that
0: <laughs> it, it helps me in this sense Thumper because I'm, I'm firm on this where I go SDSU's a rival but it's yeah. not the most hated you know so I, I try to try to bridge my argument through apparel if that makes sense so that's fair um, but I'm curious on that. What do you, what do you think for turnout for the fan base? Do, do you think it's still going to be that crazy dumper from last year? You think it's going to bring that same sort of energy?
2: Yes. Um, There's uh I think it'll be pretty similar to last year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's 50, 50. Um I, and it's not because I'm like, ah, Montana fans aren't going to go like SDSU fans. Well, that's stupid. They, like you said, the, their playoff atmosphere far and away is better than ours, and that's a whole thing that you can talk about for hours. If, if we have Montana fans ask us all the time, but um, SDSU fans have expected this. Um, they you, you kind of knew this was coming. Um, it was the first year SDSU fans had the confidence to do that, and uh, so I think a ton did of did it actually did it flip thumper? Did it finally
0: flip? Did I help you guys out? Did
2: I push no. you over the edge? Did no, the, the diehards of us, like, I, I'm i still when I buy Nash, Natty tickets, I'm going no matter what. I will never I will never just buy them thinking, oh, I'm only going to go to the, if the Jacks go because I don't want that evil on my soul. I'm still a nervous Jacks fan. Um, But overall, the fan base had a, more confidence and and they learned from a lot of other people too who like If you buy a bunch of tickets and you look across the landscape, you've got Montana, Montana State, NDSU were kind of the ones you figured. Maybe Furman. Those fan bases are probably going to show out, you'll recoup your money, was kind of the thought process, I think. Process, I think. So, yeah, it's going to be, I think, even crazier. I know, talking uh, to some people I know, there was twice the requests for tickets for Frisco um, in like in like November. So um, there'll, there's going to be a huge party. Um, I know our tailgate that we throw from last year, it's the same level of excitement. We've got the same amount of funds as last year to throw a party. Um, We do have a cool deal with that where we're going to have a selfish plug, but we're going to have a big screen broadcasting the game at our, in our tailgate lot throughout the game. Um, But yeah, I, I think that's probably what it'll be. Is my guess around 50 50 or similar to last year where people argue about it on the page all day long? It was 60 40, it was 40 60. We
1: had this, we had
2: 55, and it's like, who cares?
0: But <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta say, Montana, it's I, I can't imagine they don't show out because, dude, Adam, we we kind of let the, the floodgates open on the page, and of course, that comes with a lot of junk. But at the end of the day, when Montana started erupting. That page jumped from sixteen thousand and our page is at twenty right now. I mean, yeah. it went up five thousand people in about five weeks. Yeah. And I'm and looking at analytics, it's Montana. I mean, <laughs> those Montana <laughs> fans came flying into that page. And uh I, I've been DM'd by four different fans from Montana now asking me about tickets. Like, Matt, will they really drop? Should I just go? I'm like, they're gonna drop. The scalpers will get nervous, you should just go. Yeah. So what are you feeling for Grizz Nation? Because win, lose, or draw, this is a long time coming for them from being one of the best programs, legacy program in the FCS. What do you think?
1: You know, I, I know that we've sold out our allocated, and I don't know about SDSU, but I know we've sold out of our allocated tickets per the school. Um, and so a lot of people are um, going online and paying the – I don't think it's necessarily the, the ticket price. It's the – the getting there price, the the air airline miles are or airline prices are horrendous. Um, right after NDSU, one of our senators put a letter out and asked the airlines to reduce prices of uh, of airline tickets down to Frisco for that week. Um, I don't think it's helped, but it's it's crazy. Uh, even from you know Billings, you, you're talking. Anywhere between 850 to $1,200 for, for a flight. So that's it, it's bonkers. pretty, yeah, it's pretty nuts. So
0: yeah, that's definitely going to have its impacts, I think, but
1: yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, the Grizz will show out. Cause I think this, that fan base will, and just with it being, you know, 14 years since the last national championship game. Um, I think people are not necessarily that we didn't appreciate it, but then again, we were there for so many times that I think mm-hmm. that your, your long hiatus of it, you appreciate it more and people are going to be like, well, I'm going no matter what if, if I had to pay an arm and a leg because you don't know when you're going to be back. Um, even though I think that in the coming years, I think we'll be there more often, uh, you just never know.
0: I was curious on that in terms of, all right, take NDSU out of it. Let's say that the Jacks, Let's say you are both going to Frisco no matter what. We'll throw that out there. You're like, I've already booked it. It's going to be a good trip. Not including NDSU. Jackson, and Grizz are not there. So those three teams are gone. Not that neither of you would pick NDSU either way. What would you have wanted to see out of that playoff field this year? What would you have gone down for and been like, this is going to be fun to watch. You know, you got Furman's, you got these... These I mean, pick any of them, Chattanooga, who's like the last one in you've got UNDs, USDs, you know, all these teams, some that you saw in the playoffs for your squads, who would have been, who would you like to see? You know, you got your CAA individuals like Villanova and others who made it in the field. Who would you have been gone down there, had a good time? Cause I'm in a good spot. I'm in a spot where I go down there. I'm probably going to wear this <laughs> and just walk around. I mean, last year, um, it was my best moment before we got our ass kicked but uh me and jamie are walking in and a uh young sdsu fan comes up to me and he goes like this he goes right in front of me (laughs) i mean he's just right there in my face and then in the moment i took my hands underneath and i went one two three four five and then my other hand i went six seven eight nine and then i walked away (laughs) (laughs) and so i used his fingers as two of the numbers and jamie goes oh my gosh you just murdered that kid's life now It didn't help 10 minutes later when SDSU whipped their ass, but that was one of the moments. What do you think? would pretty good. Who would would you have enjoyed to see on a national scale there, Adam? Who would you love to see?
1: You know, I was really, you know, with us playing Furman, I was really impressed. And I'll be the first one to say I wasn't totally bought in about Furman, but just seeing them play and seeing – their defense was just an amazing the defensive line the front seven was just amazing uh that would have been a really good see I would love to see them in the national championship uh, the other side I don't know I, I just look at some of the teams like South Dakota or South Dakota like they didn't when they played North Dakota State I was like what in the world this team is horrible like and I don't know if it was just North Dakota state or what but I was just like how did they get the 3 seed? Like this is this is crap. Like North Dakota State should have got a, a seed. This is ridiculous. And you can't pick um, the
0: Bobcats, right? I mean Yeah, I will never pick
1: the Bobcats in anything. Uh I I have friends that are like uh from Montana and they're like you know, are you to cheer for the Bobcats. I'm like, "Hell no. I'm not going to cheer for the Bobcats in anything. Ping pong, uh whatever, Scrabble, it doesn't matter. I hope they lose and lose horribly." Um and they're like, "Well, they're from Montana." I'm like, "I don't care." They picked
0: the wrong school. Um, and so Adam, you are a man after my own heart, because <laughs> in 2021, I was all over Twitter and Facebook. I blasted everyone that did that. Yeah. Any Grizz fan who was like, I'm cheering for them because of Roman I just wrote back one thing. I said, not a real fan.
1: No, I
0: just wrote those four words over and over. I said, not a real fan. No. If UND made the natty. Oh, my gosh. I'd I'd be so whoever else they're playing. Any any day of the week.
1: Yep, I was so happy when North Dakota State kicked the crap out of the neighbors, and I, I, I would have bought if I when I lived in Montana, I would have worn NDSU just per, going down the street just to like shove it in their face. Like, yeah, I, 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 I hate them with a the despise that no one can understand. So, um, you know, if they make it to the NFL and they're actually from Montana, I might. Might say, Oh yeah, hopefully they do well. I'm not gonna <laughs> cheer for them, but hey, I hope they do well. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's I, oh, I don't know if I answered that question, but <laughs> no, Furman Furman would have been fun. Dumper yeah,
0: you,
2: you so start. I got I got two answers here. Um, I think Furman, like this is more my, my more serious plausible one would have been Furman and Idaho. I think that'd have been a blast.
1: Yeah, Idaho. Two See, new up-and-coming with
2: Idaho, teams with strong fan bases.
1: The only thing with Idaho was with it and with everyone that left, were they out of it before they even got into it? Because like mm. with with the portal and everything, like and how they played, like a lot of their star guys did not show up for that game. Were they already on the way out and did were the
0: perform? burner phones already uh getting through? Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah. But if they'd have made it, that'd have been a lot of fun. Um but my second answer just to see what would have happened NC Central and Lafayette making the national title game <laughs> oh dude bring that
0: HBCU yeah. to Frisco
2: oh uh, seeing the, HP, the the two conferences that just ne- never ever ever get respect um would have been a lot of fun uh that that have been a lot of fun. That in the party of the HBCUs at the national title game, mm-hmm. um, that have been a just a gas. That have been a lot of fun.
0: But yeah, Brian Thompson, the Taco King, him and Amos have become such good friends. He flew down for NCA and T's homecoming this year. You know, wow. and he says one of the best. He says arguably the most fun he's ever had in college football environment. So it's pretty legit. Their their bands and the the energy they bring. I mean yeah. that is uh, just a something that – we've talked about as admins, we got to go experience one of these years for sure. So, Hey, let me ask you a fun question and then I'll ask you a depressing one. So we'll go, we'll go fun first. Um, You could bring back one former player from your school to play on this year's team for this game. And they're in their college prime. So, you know, you can't bring some guy who's just an NFL stud after 10 years. They're in their college prime. I bring them back. Tell you, NDSU this year, I would have, I would have brought back some sort of linebacker like a Nick Deluca, you know, real cock, somebody like that, just to stuff them right in the middle. But I think they're a thumper SDSU back in the day. I n- no hate on Montana. SDSU is so deep. I, as I wrote this question, I'm like, this, tough this will be question. fun. Yeah, this, this will be. Is, you tough. might have some of the best ever right now.
2: Right, well, and you look back, it's like, God, do you want Dallas Goddard back? I mean, yeah, you'd love him back, but it like, you don't need to shore up tight end. Zach Hines is a monster, you know. You bring Jake Winicky back, well, wide receiver is a monster, you know. You, you, there's no way you're replacing Mark Gronowski. Um, you're not. What do you need another running back? You've already got Zay, you know. So and and Amar, um, maybe but, Zenner goes to fullback. Right. <laughs> God, that would be scary. If you ran like a triple with Zenner as the fullback, because he was so good at just exploding. Anyways, we don't need to get off track. Um, I think that's kind of the go, point of the show. I would go back with uh I would go with Caleb Sanders because um this defense is incredible, but just having and and our D tackles, Brian Williams and those guys, are are not bad at all. But he was such a game wrecker in the middle and the D line for the Jacks is good. The line and, and it's becoming, it's very good on the verge of great with the way some guys have emerged in the playoffs um, with the priest and guys like that and uh, Quentin Hicks and stuff. But um, I think adding him to the middle would add that spice where they maybe have instead of the amount of pressures they have, they have a couple, they get home a couple more times, um, and things like that. Cause this defense is so underrated, it just baffles my mind. And people go, What do you mean they're underrated? The number one defense, whether you're an idiot. <laughs> it's like, Well, every time, every time we go to play a team nobody's like we need to slow their offense down it's like well i think we can get explosive plays and our they can't match up with our wide receivers and this we can do this on offense and stuff like that and it's like where are you seeing that opportunity i guess on this defense and and, and i've said this a couple times like for montana montana absolutely has a shot but i don't think that's the way you have a shot I mean, just if you look at Montana's offense, just how it's performed and things like that, I don't think you outscore them. SDSU hasn't given up more than 21 points all year. All year. They haven't given up more than 21 points. And when they have, it's because they pulled everybody in the third quarter and people scored against the second, third string. You you beat them and you keep it close, like Southern Illinois did, Villanova did, um, Montana State did. You don't let the offense get in rhythm. You Get off the field on third down, which Montana's great at, because they get people in third and longs. So you need Governor to tear it up in the middle. Here I go, wandering and talking football. We weren't <laughs> supposed to do that. Jackrabbit
0: uh, Illustrated, right here. Make sure you
2: This, this is some real B team shit. Here we go, <laughs> but it's more serious than what we do on the B team. So this is weird. Um, you
0: you even stole my question. I, you know, I got a list of them just I? in cases here. Well, I can I said, say what's. Sport. I said what's something about your team you've heard all year that drives you nuts.
2: That is, is what this, is this me the thing? Crazy, and Stone labanowitz loves doing it, but it's not even he loves oh, the Jacks, don't have the athletes to the Southern Illinois. It started when he was on our show for Southern Illinois Week because, of course, he brings Stone LeBanowitz on, and like there's a history there between Stone and the Jacks. I don't think a lot of people understand nationally. Um, I mean, Stone had a I think he ended his career at SDSU or at least his career with Southern Illinois at SDSU earlier that year. That was the year that they beat in the spring when they beat NDSU. And then he made a comment and people go, Oh, this Jack's team would like, you know, Oh, ha, 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 like they're going to get wound up. What we said on our show, Stone Banowitz made one off the cuff comment about, we are out to get the big fish or something like that after they beat ndsu and that whole damn game when they beat the living dog piss out of southern illinois they were doing fishing motions (laughs) after they'd sack stone like they they really thrive on that stuff um so there's a whole history there but he loves loves saying that the jacks don't have the athletes to matchup and he did it again this week with montana's receivers they don't have the athletes; explosive plays are going to be won by montana and like that's kind of a shtick of his at this point so i'm like yeah whatever it's funny i love stone he's great he's a good dude um but it's kind of everywhere um you know i listen to some um and, and and not you guys adam or anything i'm not picking on don't, you don't
1: you don't listen to us but
2: i just want i don't i don't want to be like oh, i'm picking out i'm here but oh no um, it is fun it
0: to is watch the numbers places. between it is fun to watch the yeah. numbers as behind the scenes between both your guys's pods i mean they're growing like crazy but oh, the Adam's analytics huge. are huge are fun fun to watch
2: for sure yep it's cool to see we, we make up for um our quality and quantity um <laughs> But, yeah you, there's there's just uh you know I, I listened to dave uh dickerson and marty morningwig had a show yeah i found yeah. them yeah i thought they're gonna sneak that one by me i don't think so <laughs> i'm looking for content to stoke up here i'm like a crack whore with it my mom, my wife's all <laughs> mad at me she's like you're listening well all day well i might have been reading cool. articles and stuff instead a little distracted oh food. yeah yeah, <laughs> um but you know dickerson's like yeah i think uh if they can keep SDSU under the 30s i think this will be a high 20s game and i'm like i don't see that like i see a, it a, if if montana state's winning Monta- oh my god that's oh, the, i'm so sorry uh, this is lack of time i don't know week
1: oh
0: no more margaritas for, for Brennan. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll give it. Yeah, that, he was on a three burned. second timeout. Yeah, three second timeout. Wow, YouTube bounced him that out. Was,
2: that was was pretty damn rude. This as, as a Jackrabbit fan, it hurts me more to do that than you know the amount of times that happens to us on ESPN. But um, I think I think I think I did
1: that to you last last time, so it's okay. Yeah, I think yeah I was it having, happened.
2: Well, last, yeah. even even the gal we're working with at the local with setting up our live show and stuff she's she's like yeah when south dakota comes down south dakota south dakota we're like we're gonna stop you right there i'm just (laughs) here to save you this isn't about me i'm not mad i get it but you're gonna get burned on a cross if you do that this weekend and like no i don't know if you were there matt we forgot to tell our dj and he tried to open our tailgate last year with thunderstruck and he didn't know any better. And it almost turned into a riot immediately. Like danger. Like I was scared for that guy's life. And we, oh. had, we sprinted to him like, no, 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 no. You don't do that. No, I, I caught him quickly after
0: I tipped him a hundred. <laughs> I, I, I was like, dude, that was awesome. I was like, Hazard today's going to be, I said, today's going to be bad for me. I just know. So this was, uh, this was the moment. Adam, uh. Since Thumper wanted to put some burning <laughs> anger into your heart, <laughs> what, <laughs> what's, what's the first. thing that Gris fans have heard? You've done a lot of head nods the last week I've been on with the podcast. Like you almost acknowledge that SDSU is good. Yeah, like, you're you're very you're very realistic, but there has to be that emotional fan in you who goes, "Listen, here's the thing. I'm sick of hearing this. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And I guess if you want to bring a guy back as well, what do yeah, you think?
1: well." I think with with the guy, bringing a guy back, I think you kind of look at, it's kind of hard to do that because then you're like dissing on the guys that you have. Um, And I think we have a lot of great guys, but you look at uh, Brock Coyle uh, that played for the Seattle uh, Seahawks uh, from Los Angeles. Um, And so a a linebacker like that, or even like uh, Thumper said, uh, Dave Dickinson, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback. uh, I think that if we had him, it would be a hot lot high scoring, a lot more. Um, you know, it, it's kind of hard to kind of say we're going to beat uh, South Dakota State because they're the number one team, right? They, they they have not looked beatable except for maybe the Villanova game. And I think that Villanova was like 30 or 40 mile per hour wins, right? So it kind of helped um, to do that. So um, – realistically we've got to play our we've got to play our best game um there can't be any letdowns um we've got to get uh, a plus quarterback play uh, I-, I totally agree with you Thumper, that, that we're going to have to slow the game down uh kind of like what uh the neighbors did against you guys uh but you know i i, I could see something happening with turnovers or with special teams um where it, it, it's a closer game than what people are thinking that 12 and a half um that i've seen the, the the betting odds i think that's pretty fair going into it i don't think it's going to be that i think it's going to be under that i think it's going to be in that seven to ten range if the grizz are going to be winning this game it's going to be probably that three to seven range where it's going to be a little bit closer um they just you just have to limit that offense and we've got to be able to win on third down for our offense to be able to do that. And we've got to run with McDowell. Uh, He's got to use his feet. That's going to open up uh, Eli Gilman. That's going to open up the passing lanes for our wide receivers, which I don't know too much about uh, the cornerbacks yet from South Dakota state. Our wide receivers are underrated in the aspect of that they're they're fast, but they're physical as well. Um, and there's a lot of playmakers on that side that they don't get a lot of the credit because they don't really – we've run the ball a lot this year. So uh, if we want to win this game, we've got to be able to limit the ball.
0: Do you There's – there's got to be a part with the Montana and SDSU thing. Almost, I guess – uh, maybe I can phrase it better you, your team loses like why did you lose the game this can like compliment the other side but like for for Montana fans Adam um you guys lose the game let's say either of you guys you're gonna lose by seven points why did you lose the game what did the other team do or what did you didn't you prevent I guess in your mind what's been circling in there as you've thought I, about this matchup
1: I would say first downs we couldn't get couldn't get first downs um so usually um when Montana gets into this kind of hyper state where we're losing and nothing is going right, uh, we'll play Bobby ball in which that means, Hey, let's just run it up the middle, same play three or four times in a row. And oh, know, right up it, in NDSU yeah, fans, heart. it's predictable, right? Oh yeah. Um, and so if we aren't doing well on third down and, and McDowell is not using his feet and he's trying to throw it, uh, it, it, it's going to be ugly, ugly football um, where we're going to have to survive with our defense, and I don't think you're going to be able to do that. Our, our defense is great. I love our defense. If we can't get to the quarterback, if we can't beat this line, which this line from uh, SDSU is amazing and huge, uh, I still think we're going to be able to get to the quarterback. Will we be able to make it a dominant fashion where we're getting to the quarterback all the time? No. No, i don't think we're going to be able to do that uh i think ndsu showed that where we got to them three times when we hurried them a little bit more in the end um but i believe that sdsu's line is a whole lot better than ndsu so
0: i'm, I'm interested in that because i sent a tweet after the first quarter i said ndsu's line shouldn't be pushing this well and like wow we yeah. look a lot larger on tv and i've been a frisco bunch with my teams down there and i've I'd, as soon as I walk in the stadium, the first thing I'd look for is the pregame warmups. I'd look at us and I I've seen us before, but I'd look at the other team and I would just look at the big bellies up front. And I go in my mind, I'd literally think like, Oh, this game is over. It's not, you know, I'd see yeah. James Mass and I go, Oh shit. It's going to be a, it's going to be an absolute battle. And you know, I see Towson and you're like, this game's over. Yeah. So I guess, you know, I've since you last year and <laughs> they're behemoths, and yeah, they got another year on them. They're all back. Um, oh. But you guys held your own. And then you started you adapted and involved some blitz packages and things. And you know, you really changed it up. So I guess Thumper, same thing, man. You lose by seven. The shock upset of the of the world. You know, what what happened? What what did you guys not do that this happened, or what did Montana
2: do? So just a quick side story on you mentioned the size of lines. Because I was when we were watching when we played Illinois State, the announcers they had at that game. I went and checked what this announcer's background was first before I put any stock into this, but this dude used to play for Illinois State and then played in the league for a while. And he's like, I was down on the field, and that was like being by the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. Jeez. They're just big boys. Um, McCormick, but what happens,
0: McCormick is...
2: Neck how roll do you, football. How do,
0: you, how do you just mix like a tank? And I don't mean this disrespectfully, but like a warthog or like a, one of those 4-H farm pigs that just wins the competition with like the blue ribbon.
2: Like that's we call Juggernaut from the X Men. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's actually a that's actually so yeah. Tank meets like you know and pigs are monsters. They're I, I raised yeah. pigs as a kid. It's not it's not a knock. They're no. they're yeah. beastly thick skin monsters. The hogs. Yeah. yeah, the hogs. You guys are literally called that. I look at McCormick and I'm just like, this is not. Su-. We'd always said N S U with certain players. Um, you know now the portal has kind of ruined this, but we'd always say they shouldn't be here. You <laughs> Look at McCormick. You're like, why are you here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's so big.
2: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, but what happened? What what happened? What went wrong? Uh, and we lose by seven. Um, I think three things probably have happened at minimum in that game. Um, number one, uh, Clifton went Brock Jensen, um, Carson Wentz, Easton Stick on us and converted some backbreaking third and ten or longer with his legs um that's one thing number two um the grizz defense got the jacks off the field all game um and that's what montana state did like the jacks had the ball for like a minute in the first half and then the salukis uh when they came back the jacks were barely on the off on the field and both teams turned the jacks over which doesn't happen much, and it usually only happens once, you've got to cash that in, and, they, and so they'll have cashed in a turnover somehow. Um, and the third thing, they didn't miss when the big play was there. Because usually when a team gets gashed with big plays, there was three or four other ones that also got missed, and they just constantly were open and hit big plays. Um, with this Jacks team, you get one or two. Like we saw it with Villanova. Villanova had the opportunity to go up by, I think, 14 or so in the first half and just dropped the ball. Just hit him in the hands, he dropped the ball. Two plays later, block punt for a touchdown, and that game was over. So I think uh, they, they capitalized on every big play they had to hit. They kept that offense on the field because – or off the field. I just don't think over four quarters – Gubner is a stud. He's a monster, and he's a game record. But you could tell towards the end of the NDSU game, just in the overtime, that D-line was wore out. And SDSU's O-line will wear you out even worse. So Mm -hmm. they got off the field all game to stop that from happening, and the offense controlled the ball. And then McDowell extended drives that were in back-breaking third-long positions. Oh, you guys are getting me excited for this. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've said
0: SDSU is going to go undefeated, win it all since January, but at the same time, who knows what can happen? But
1: I, well, a lot, a lot of these guys that we have on our team, uh, they're the blue collar, you know, chip on your shoulder guys. You know, no one expected, and and I'll be the first one after the NAU loss. I I, I could not see uh, us getting to the national championship game. Uh, there's people calling for Bobby's job. Um, I'm pretty sure that there's probably for sale signs there. in his his yard, uh, which have happened to coach coaches before. Um, so, uh, I just, no one could do that. And, and by the senior led and the coaches, they pulled, pulled it, pulled it around. And, uh, I wouldn't bet on this team, uh, but it's going to be a really tough game because the Jackrabbits are a really good team. And I, I would take all Jackrabbits against a lot of the uh, G five teams. So, um, which is crazy. Some of the bowl games that we have that are such crap games. Oh my gosh.
0: They're just terrible. Um, uh, as Bob Stitt tweeted that out. I'll never forget that Adam after yeah. he has let him go. Yep. He tweeted out, um, like to thank the Montana fans who are putting for sale signs in my yard. Wife and I just sold the home in record time. Appreciate all the help. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's a baller tweet. That and a it's
1: awesome. a, yeah. And that, that's, that's not the the only coach that's happened to So,
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was going to ask you guys that, I guess, um, you know, your, your teams get extensions for the portal after, and we don't need to talk about all that stuff, but, um, Solve NIL for me. I just oh. I put out a tweet today that basically things should look like the NFL, and I think that could basically fix it. But but solve college football for me. What what is the FCS fans' perspective to fix this mess? We don't need to talk FBS this and this, but like it's pretty clear ESPN and Fox will have the NFC and AFC. That's what's going to happen, and that's what it's going to be. You know, you're going to have two networks. They're going to control the whole thing. They're going to have their stuff. But how do you fix it? How do you structure it? I mean, like you know, you've got players leaving the middle of playoff runs before bowl games. What is the solution here, Thumper? To to solve it all, what fixes this problem?
2: Um, a lot. You have to do a lot. Yeah, like it's a lot. Um, as I said to, in a reply to your tweet when Kevin Marshall was replying to it was, because he said I want make it the way college football used to be well you can't the ncaa has lost too many lawsuits and paying players is something that is on the table with that um and they're going to keep on you know, losing
1: lawsuits too
2: yeah and it's going to keep going um <laughs> they genuinely will need um and i i think it was an article sam herder had retweeted but it was by somebody else um Colleges are going to be going to Congress to get a loophole, if you want, because I can't think of the right word now. I'm working on enough margaritas. Um, (laughs) My man. uh, A loophole where college athletes won't be considered an employee, but they'll get paid by the university. Um, And then you'll have, you need the power five to split off because apparently People are too goddamn stupid to realize that if you want to watch the NFL, you should just watch the NFL. <laughs> but whatever, they want a smaller NFL, which is stupid. And, you know, I guess if you eat enough lead paint chips as a child, that's what you want. And then you work for ESPN. Um, but they, uh, so they're going to split off and do exactly what you said that, that, that whole deal. And they're going to pay athletes. You're also going to need an exemption for, um, you probably can keep NIL as it is in the FCS and even the G5 programs because it won't be so, uh, it'll never get out of hand like it does for your Alabamas and Clemsons and everybody else offering ludicrous money. Maybe have it so the NCAA is allowed to put a cap on it and then your, your FBS break off your p5 break off will have a salary cap and they're going to do their own thing and you're not going to be able to do anything to stop it but you try to get it so that they make it so they can't trans you can't transfer until the end of the spring semester um that's the reason that guys leave yeah because guys leave in the middle of playoff runs and all this stuff because they've got to be enrolled in the spring for spring ball it's not even their fault right and you have these you have that P5 conference. If they're going to run like the mini NFL, then be the mini NFL and have summer camp instead of spring ball. Play those – Play do your summer – do your stuff in the summer instead of the spring. And then you have your, your transfer period then that you can transfer between leagues in the summer so you're not killing these other programs. And then you have every large FCS school's wet dream happen where – the G5 recombines with the top-tier FCS schools. You give te- you give teams and conferences the option of what they want to do. Do you want to be a part of the G5 league? Do you want to be part of FCS, which will be the third tier? And you give teams that option. And then I think it, it wouldn't be fixed, but it would be better. If you're an old, fogey, Just clutching your pearls at the thoughts of amateurism. These kids get scholarships, and they should be happy with it. Or you're a band. I've heard some band folks who, oh, they should be happy with their scholarship. Tough shit. That's not the way the world works anymore. Get over it. Cry me a river. Build a bridge and get over it. These guys get paid, and they should. Sorry. They should be able to go to Applebee's in the hometown and do a damn commercial for them. They should be able to get bagels with cream cheese from their team. I mean, part of the reason this legislated what legislation happened is the NCAA was so stupid about what they did. But that is my dream scenario. And then your G5 has a playoff. Um Regional conferences break up stupid, silly shit like CUSA and that dumpster fire. Break up some of these overdone and bulky conferences realign people into some geographically rival centered conferences hell let's do the snow belt because that genuinely would be a hoot let's do the snow belt would be amazing love never gonna happen but it
0: would would be be great
2: for i would love hating adam for a week But if if anybody knows me, they know it'd be, I would hate Montana every day of the week. I don't exactly have a soft spot for Montana right now, but um, that would be a gas. So that's, that's my long winded answer. That's not original. That is taken from multiple different places. Yeah. And that is my dream scenario. Well, I think
1: I think the president of the NCA already kind of like proposed something kind of like that where
2: they are proposing, yeah,
1: yeah, so that they're like fifty thousand dollars that each kid or half half of the um, team would get. The revenue sort of like sharing, that. yeah, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, I I agree with Thumper that that's probably where we're gonna go. Um it, It's crazy because. I don't want to be playing for bowls, um, bowl games, because it just, like, tears apart my soul. Um, And I think, like, Montana, like, we've gotten offered um, to to go to different conferences, but you just kind of try to – you want to play for a championship. Um, And so until that happens, I don't think we're going to be jumping up anytime soon. Um, There's too many uh, people that are in our fan base that want to play for championships – And the money we would have to try to come up with, you know, the $5 million, you know, raise fee to get up to the FBS killed some of these schools. Um, That's that's a a huge jump. Um, And so I I don't see it happening soon. I I do think that as a Grizz fan, you've got to be able to be aware of it and act on it real quick uh, because there's going to be a time here in the near future that, it's gonna you're going to be left behind or you're going to jump up and you're going to do this. So uh, I would love the snow belt. That would be an amazing conference. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. It might be something where we enter the Mountain West and kind of do that way. And it's kind of like a shortened, condensed version of that. But that's what I think. I, I agree with you, Thumper.
2: Yeah. One it, more dream thing I want to add to that. One more thing. I would also want promotion and relegation. You would have a relationship Mm -hmm. with an FCS league with the G5 leagues. Yep. And you would have promotion and relegation between the leagues. That would be so fun. So fun. I think that
1: there should be four conferences. And each one of the champions should go into a, a, a championship like where the top of the FBS plays the bottom so you have all the champions in a like a, a tournament that would be awesome it probably wouldn't be too good for some of the lower ones that get these FBS schools but it, it would be kind of cool to, the, the real champion um, not just of those leagues so see
0: the, the only issue you guys have is your ideas are based around the student athlete and like the love and pride of college football you're, you're yep. not worrying about money. Yeah. And you
2: got to worry about TV right. networks and the yep. money. Now, uh, well, d- so we well, don't go my to idea. My idea the way it sits is yeah. cuz like you said the money. I think the money would be there for that G5 league. Yeah. Cuz that money's here's here's the reality. Those G5, the money that they have which conference USA, your money is a joke. It gets laughed at and peed on by the Dakota schools and I'm pretty sure Montana's media contract You're a joke, but the money would come back. I genuinely think the G that G five FCS merger would become hugely popular with if they cut the mid season midweek games out and you bring these big fan bases that were. I mean, like, let's not kid ourselves. Like some of these teams that are FBS now that have nobody there, they used to. That's why they're FBS. They they don't have Empty 45,000 seat stadiums because they never had anybody. Like a lot of these places had prideful, in depth, involved fan bases that could come back if they played for something that mattered. I like and that. Money what, comes from that.
0: What matters? That's true. What matters? That leads me to my last question. Before I get there, I will say I loved in my tweet where I said the contracts. Like if, if things are going to be broken now, like a legitimate player contract, not a signing day thing. So if, if let's say, take our teams, because I bet we'd all do it, Montana, SDSU, NDSU, take us across the board, and our coaching staffs go, we only sign players who take four-year contracts. And you miss out on three stars, two stars. Heck, you miss out on one stars because you take that philosophy. Huh. But you take the kid who's way underrated and you can develop him your way, and you've got him for four years. And unless he goes to the NFL or gets cut, he's on your roster. Because that's a big thing, right? Like, FCS is about developmental. NDSU should never have happened, these 10-year championship runs. Mm-hmm. You know, you should get a chance at two or three, and then the recruiting class turns over. And so I like the idea of contracts because you could run it your own way. You could have an incar out there who's like, yeah, one-year deal. NIL, go ahead. But then their free agents come that next year. So, but we could go down the rabbit hole there, and we'll discuss that all in Frisco. I, I did have a final one because... As per the rules, I'm drinking a little quick here, but what does this Natty mean to your program and your fan base? You win the national championship, and there always seems to be a narrative. Like 2013 NDSU, it came out afterwards. They were like, we wanted to go undefeated and be one of the best ever. 2018 said same thing. We kept it quiet, but we wanted to make the mark that we could be that 2013-style team. 2017, they wanted the revenge tour on James Madison. And then there's different reasons for fan bases' emotions, right? So, Adam, what would it be? Montana wins this, Natty. What does this mean to you as a fan base? What does it mean to you? What are those players, as coaches, what is this thing for? What's it mean?
1: Well, for the fan base, it's it's everything, right? We're we're proud fan base, and uh, every fan base has you know those diehards that are, you're like, oh my gosh, you can't you can't handle that fan base. Uh Montana probably is one of those fan bases where you have those diehards. Uh, but that's yeah, why you like that's why they like college football though.
0: Adam, I've removed more Montana fans for personal <laughs> attacks on our page than any in a in a span of a month. I don't know what they're angry about. They're so angry. But like right. there's a lot of good ones too. But boy, there's
1: whew, so
0: they're nice in person.
1: Yeah, And I, I think that they they're gonna be, but there's a lot of uh fans that think that the media and everybody else is out to get Montana, um, which, you know, comes with history (laughs) that, that I think with coaching staffs and everything like that, that you kind of look at um, it for, for everybody else, this Montana as a whole is probably like we're back bitches and then you better get used to it. That's probably what it, the, the, the (laughs) the atmosphere Uh, probably would be, you'd probably hear, Um, (laughs) uh, you know, it's, it would be a lot of, of crazy things happening on that campus. Um, it, it would just be amazing to see. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's probably where you're going to get a lot of it. You might be having to kick off a little bit more of Montana fans off of your uh, FCS fans station.
0: <laughs> hey, if you win, it's it's good for engagement. But uh, I, I was going to make that that meme of the guy, who, the superhero is sweating. He's got the two buttons. and It's like yeah. analytics and stats of the page skyrocket. <laughs> deal with montana fans but hey there 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 are thousands of great ones because i see it every day for yeah. you know it's, it's just like anything in life you can look at that political argument or the whatever the heck and you can focus on that negative but there's a I, my my mom and dad always said a great thing they said you see a disaster on tv look at the people who look look at the ones who are helping because they're not the ones being shown but you can always see them so yeah and there's a lot of montana fans who help that page be really good so uh, I kind of feel like you guys, I'm a Cowboys fan. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but it would be like Nebraska or Dallas getting back to the top, right? Like, yeah. you know, you're never irrelevant. People know who you are. They love or they hate you. There's no middle ground, and uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. So, Thumper, this has got to be, you're, you're the top dog now. The, the Spider-Man movie, when the Green Goblin says to Spider-Man, he says in the first one with Toby, yeah. he says they, you know, it was fun to be the hero for a while, but the thing people love more than anything is to watch a hero die, fail, fall. That's you now, right? You, you. That's you guys. You're, it's not NDSU. So, what would the, what would this mean? An undefeated year.
2: Well, first off, it's really incredible that in the beginning, the beginning, beginning <laughs> of our. uh
1: seven margaritas or that man i'll right.
2: see that bottle buddy <laughs> right um oh yay down so far there you go good job <laughs> man. um but uh it's really funny that in the beginning of uh sdsu fans villain arc they've managed to have two fan bases against them in frisco that made people want them to win it's truly <laughs> like there's no way that ever happens we got that lucky yeah, um, if you
0: guys are playing Furman, nobody
2: wants you. No, to in. everybody would hate our fans, like, because our fans are not quiet either, but Montana fans are just so much louder. It's, it's like, uh, it's like when I get drunk at the bar with my wife. Okay, I I get loud, but I'm like loud and fun. So probably annoying, but if there's a dude screaming and breaking chairs, like everybody's like, no, that guy's all right. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like that, um, but um, for what does it mean for Jax fans? Number one, it means that this is SDSU's 2013-2018 Bison team, and then Jax fans and NDSU fans will argue about that at the bar for the next 70 years. And Thumper will will come to
0: agreement here. Oh, maybe we won't, but we can argue that. I will not accept anything over 96 marshall and i have my iphone notes saved so it's like we got 96 marshall (laughs) for sure you can argue whatever the hell you want (laughs) yep and adam knows how good that montana team uh, was yeah because when you look up the statistics sorry i'm going down a rabbit slash bear hole i don't want to upset anybody here uh when you look up the statistics of 1996 montana how good that 14 and 0 team was before the natty it's bonkers I, oh, I remember were...
1: watching that game where I was like, oh, we're going to win. And then it was just like blew up. And you're like, who is this? Randy Moss, what? And it's like 20 oh, Montana Lord.
0: FBS win that year. They they blew out every team prior to Natty by like <laughs> 20 to 24 points. And then they hit Montana and lost by, or they hit, sorry, they hit Marshall and lost by 20. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. It was,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, okay. So Thumper, sorry.
2: Cut off so, the Jack no, royalty right. here but hey go ahead you know what us jacks fans could use a little humility right now um (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i it it it, it'll be that you'll have that argument um locked in stone that people have been trying to start all year and i'm like knock it off first off like it's so asinine to to compare mid-run before it's over Because, and then, and and yet it's stupid from both ways. It's stupid from SDSU fan side because it's not done yet. Job's not done. You can't compare. It's not done. They haven't won a national title yet. You can't compare that. Don't mean a thing without the ring. Golden State. And then the other argument that we get well, this NDSU team had this many NFL players, yada, yada, yada. It's like, well, Jesus, none of these guys have had a chance to go to the NFL yet. Let's relax. (laughs) So there's a lot, there's all sorts of that. So that stuff drives me batty. Um, it'll um it'll mean that the jimmy rogers uh era has started off how you expected it to based off of the recruits he had but it also means you probably have a pretty good coach as well at the same time uh because it would have been really easy for this team to get overconfident and drop a game and then get focused and, and hammer everybody but they they really never did um You know, it'll be one more step for SDSU fans where outside of the loud ones who are already trying to say dynasty, which, chill out, guys. But um, (laughs) the ones, you know, then you'll be able to say, well, maybe, all right, we got a dynasty going, you know. I think it's, what, seven of the last eight, Or six of the last seven years in the semifinals, three national title appearances, two national titles—that's dynasty-ish. Like I can, I can listen to the argument now. Is it compared to NDSU's dynasty? No, of course not. That's ridiculous. That is the most, that is the greatest dynasty in the history of any collegiate football team. So you can't compare to that. But that's Thumper Alabama-esque. You ready for this? Yes. Yes.
0: Watch his facial expression, Adam. You guys were. One ACL tear that doesn't happen. I know. From three in a row. From four in a row. Yeah. In, my, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, four. honestly, that's very... If boring. you win this one. Sorry, Adam, if yeah. you win this
1: That's one. okay. No, I, no. How, how many... I sincerely if,
0: believe that. I how many championships
1: do you have to win to become a dynasty?
0: I think you need I, three in five years. I okay. think three in okay. five. I give that one little... People say three and four. I think you need three and five. Yeah. But and if, I, and if you don't have
1: three, then you got to have a lot of semifinal and in, in appearances. Yeah, that you've lost. I think you
2: need three. Well, yeah, I think with what Matt's saying, you got to recognize there's dynasty and then there's blue blood. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, dynasty's uh, yeah. above blue blood. Like, yeah. you can be a blue blood. I think SDSU was a blue blood before they won a national title, just with the consecutive semifinals, consecutive years in the playoffs. I mean, all that stuff. You can become a blue blood that way, where you're a mainstay and making runs. You get the dynasty by winning national titles and a bunch of them. I saw Adam, I saw Adam Sold
0: die while Thumper tried to justify blue blood to a Montana fan. It was just like it just <laughs> watched his soul die. He's like, I just think we've been too. here 35 um, years.
2: Listen here, you young whippersnapper. snapper. Hey, we've got <laughs> almost half as many playoff appearances as you, and we got here in o- we were eligible in owned nine. So
0: yeah. Adam's like these young bucks. I know, Listen, right? You're so... He's like, <laughs> I, Adam's like, you don't even know what a Georgia Southern and App State exactly. is. <laughs> exactly.
2: We've exactly. Southern.
0: Adam's like,
1: Before I remember, I remember you. when Youngstown was good. Yeah. <laughs> Back exactly. in my day, when Jim Treffle, Tressel was at Youngstown State, and
2: he <laughs> wasn't even called the Valley, it was the Gateway, and you and I actually went stuff. <laughs>
1: Oh it's such classic I think that the NDSU has changed that dynasty term and like yeah can you really like if you win three or four, like are you really a dynasty? Like I think yeah. you've got a whole bunch of blue bloods now that are chasing that one dynasty that happened.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think when you look back in FCS history, I think you've got to give a youngstown in the early nineties. Yeah. And then I think you've got to look at App State getting their three and then NDSU obviously um you could break it into almost two parts. James Madison split it up, but they kind of, they had the five in a the row they lost and the, people forget they won three in a row again. And then you got SDSU. Who's got two here. Um, if they win, if the Grizz take it from them, everything kind of resets. So
2: yeah.
0: uh, before those early nineties, I don't, I don't recall anything in the eighties or 1978 prior, which would indicate three daddies or, or close to that. So
1: no. I
0: think FCS wise, that's what you're looking at, but
1: um you'd probably get montana fans that would say that we were a dynasty um yeah but, you know we didn't win the national championship as much as you probably would want we were there and we made a lot of a lot of moves to the semifinals and then championship games but uh, you know i would say we were kind of a, a dynasty in those early years compared to now no we're we're just a blue blood
0: and to your point adam it NDSU kind of ruined the term. They ruined yeah. a lot of things. They're yeah. just like, you can win two natties, and people are like, uh, are you even that good? It's like, well, take NDSU out. <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty damn good. So, yeah what I do know is good is both of you gentlemen. And I'm um, hoping you can still make the trip. There's still GoFundMe's and charities out there, maybe get you down. If not, yeah. we've done some good for some underprivileged individuals either way. Exactly. Uh, Thumper, I'll see you down there no matter what. And, um, you gentlemen, I just really, I really hope the game goes well. It's injury free, and I am the innocent Frisco fan bystander, as I've tagged here on YouTube tonight. And uh, I'm just hoping for a really good game. And I'm sure both of you would prefer a blowout, but hopefully we see some sort of classic. Either way, I'll be happy for both of you uh, some good, good, uh, good, interesting play. So, number any final advice for those Jack fans before they head on down to Frisco? Advice.
2: Yeah, any, any advice? I was gonna I was gonna do a little, little shit talk, but we'll do advice. Advice is better. That's classier. Um you can do shit talk
1: to you, That's fine. You Let's know what? Go, Let's do uh, shit
2: talk
0: because advice, you know what? Advice, they've been down there.
2: Well, each of you a chance, not, a little, little bit shit. of crap here at the end, and we'll roll it out. Um, my advice, uh get there early. Go, and this is for any fans, Montana fans, uh, Furman fans. I don't give a shit. Go no matter what we're going to have the game on on a big screen like the size of a pickup truck big screen so even if you are nervous like oh man i don't know if i can afford tickets and i don't know if the drop of tickets will be there go anyways i promise you going and watching at a tailgate there will be better than whatever your home bar experience is mm-hmm. yeah. I, I guarantee you it because the experience is the weekend it's not just the game it's the weekend i mean the game's the reason you go the experience the things you're going to talk about yes of course you'll talk about the game but you're going to talk about how you went to the local or you know if wherever the montana fans end up going go anyways you will not trade those memories for the world when you go it is worth it go no matter what um my shit talk is i hope sdsu blows out montana i don't just hope i desperately want and unfortunately for Montana fans who have really gleefully brought up 2009 over and over and over again during this. I want you to remember every time you brought that up, if it so happens that SDSU jumps out to a lead, I want you to hear me in the back of your head going, (laughs) Jimmy Rogers was on that team. That was his last game in 2009. What do you think he's going to do? I want you to hear that if that does happen. I don't think it does, but if it does happen and SCSU jumps out to a lead like they did on Albany, I prom- I don't think Jimmy Rogers pulls the starters at all, even if they're up 70 points with how that game ended in 09. So just keep that in mind. What you've gleefully enjoyed hypothetically could kick you in the balls, and I won't feel bad. I'll be laughing the whole time, screaming for more sportsmanship. So gone out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about history. Well, I Adam, paid to stream that in northern Wisconsin.
1: Oh gosh.
2: <laughs> that was the first sporting event I've ever paid for and I'm just jumping up and down and stoked and then it turned into a and that was like the worst weekend ever. It was terrible. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Adam, <laughs> advice and crap talk here?
1: Well, advice, I would definitely go and and show up and show the nation what Grizz Nation looks like, um, and so uh, crap. I would just say, I would ask a question to you, Humber: uh, Is is your coach good, or did he just inherit a good team? Because good question. Because you he's know, good. usually you give three or four years for a coach to prove that he's done anything. He hasn't done much. Like he's had a season, season, uh, senior lead, lead team with a, a bunch of hogs in the. The O-line, like, do you ride and die with this guy, even though he's not really proven? I will. Say he he that. was a backup quarterback in 09, wasn't he?
2: <laughs> oh, no, God. he was our uh, starting linebacker.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Not, yeah, there even, you go. <laughs> not even, no, wrong guy. That's the offensive quarterback. Okay. Uh, All
2: right. Yeah, and he wasn't there in 09. He's younger uh, than Jimmy. Okay, uh, okay, no, Jimmy's a linebacker. from the top rope here. He's like, <laughs> Jimmy, I'll be nice uh, the whole, whole show. <laughs> I want you to Google Jimmy Rogers, South Dakota State football, 2007, and take a look at that headshot, and then go tell him he was a backup quarterback.
0: I don't, (laughs) Um, 2007, I don't
2: like Googling South Dakota State that year. Yeah, it Uh, it was a great year. It was my favorite year. It was my first year at SDSU. Um, But (laughs) here I am complaining, doing the same thing to Matt. Um, I will say this. Um, He learned from Coach Stig. Coach Stig was widely renowned for being a CEO-style coach who lets his coordinators do their thing. And I think when it comes down to it, uh, Coach Lujan is going to be one of the hottest names on the coaching market after the national title's done. The greatest compliment I can pay to an offensive coordinator is that I never think about the offensive coordinator during the game. Yeah. I never... And he doesn't do the Jason Eck where he gets too cute because... We love Coach Eck when he was here, but by God, did he love to show off that he was the smartest guy on the calling calling place? He loved it. You don't get that with Lujan. Um, And Coach Rogers, as a defensive coordinator, he's well, well, well proven with that. And so, if you want to, you know, if you want to talk about is he a good coach into the future, that's a fair question, but that's not going to be answered with this game.
1: No, no, I don't think so either. I just think it's it's interesting to see because there's a lot of people he got coach of the year right i believe yeah. oh yeah so yeah. um a lot of people are talking about that like should he really get coach of the year after inheriting a team um and a lot of montana fans are saying that because you look at our coach which from the the depths of like being dead to getting here is amazing um which one would you rather kind of give the award to i have my preference but that's that's okay they gave it to uh your coach and that's that's fine um i think that's going to be used as as ammo uh and so it it, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens in frisco so
0: i love the uh since we're at the bottom of the glass it's a good way to end it i love the that's fine by adam (laughs) i've heard that from my beautiful wife of 10 years many times that's fine that's, That's fine. fine. That seems fine.
2: That's fine. That's fine.
0: <laughs> well, we'll be fine and fun. We'll be Frisco no matter what. So best of luck to both of you, gentlemen. I appreciate you jumping on here. And um, if you're both down there, many more margaritas to go. So enjoy your evening. And thanks for everybody for jumping on with us. Appreciate it. Cheers, we'll gentlemen. You thanks,
1: Matt.